Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Guys, I'm welcome out to the show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so freaking hard for your money and you want your money to start working harder for you now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now to live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. And guys, most importantly, it's not just about being comfortable with just taking care of your family, but about creating that ripple effect through people's lives. Because as you're blessed financially, you can create a greater impact in the world and make it a better place. Guys, thank you for allowing me to create the ripple effect through you. Thank you for those of you who are binging. Shout out to those of you that have been joining us that were those, for example, that have come from like Entrepreneur on Fire. You're coming from a lot of these other real estate podcasts just joining us. Shout out to you guys specifically. And heck, even shout out to our friends in Japan. There is 2% of our listeners now in Japan. Can you believe that? I know Tomomi will love that too. So in any case, just shout out to all you guys. As a reminder, check out our website, moneyripples.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast you know, on iTunes. Go give us a review. If you think we're awesome, tell us. You know, Say what your favorite episode was. Say how you think we're awesome. If you think we suck, don't leave a review because I prefer not to have those on there. So thanks. Appreciate it. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and, and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education, and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. All right, so I got a special guest here. I've just mentioned Tomomi here. So Tomomi Itakura, now she is actually living in the Bay Area. Now, now I don't have a huge bio on her. This is not like the typical guest. This is probably one of the cooler guests you're going to get because this is actually somebody I've worked with personally one-on-one, someone who's a lot like you guys, but she's down the path a little bit further than what many of you are. And, and I'll tell you, like, I just talked to somebody recently where, you know, he has like a million dollars of net worth tied up in properties. But he's only cash flowing and profiting about 30,000 a year. So I'm always kicking the crap out of that guy. I mean, she's doing awesome. I've only been doing this for about a year, but I want her to kind of share her experience because I want her to talk about the journey while she's mid journey on really becoming one of our, and she will be there soon one of our 1,000 financially independent people by 2030. And so I wanted to bring her on. She's a designer, does a lot of cool things with architecture and design, and especially those of you ever gone to museums and such. Uh, that's her specialty. So Tomomi, welcome to our show. Thanks, Chris. Great to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your background. Like, how are you? I don't want to say like, how are you raised? Were you spanked or anything? I don't want to talk about that <laughs> sort of stuff. But I mean, talk about your family life, you know, growing up, what even got you into the design world? What even got you to where we've met up to about a year ago? Yeah, so I grew up uh, in a Japanese family and you know, my, my dad worked really hard. He was an immigrant, um, came from Japan, worked his ass off really and yeah. was really successful as a small business owner. And I was raised to, to work really hard and go to good school, get a good job. 
But whether it was conscious or not, I think the, the mindset behind that was more about security. And I think that it, you know, what, one thing that really changed since I started working with you, Chris, is this understanding of the difference between having a scarcity mindset and an abundance mindset. And yeah. I realized more and more now that the way I, that I grew up and the way that I saw the world was more based out of fear, which is kind of a scarcity way to go. So I was a saver, like I saved mm-hmm. so well. And, you know, in some ways it's great because it really, it set me up to start working with you because I had all this equity that I could deploy to start doing these strategies with you. But, but I really had to change that mindset and, and shift from, um, moving out of, you know, fear of, uh, of losing everything to, to being more sort of okay with deploying money and making it move and, and focusing on cash flow more than, more than accumulation. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that because I worked with a lot of different clients that were raised in Asian family, whether they were, they immigrated themselves or they're like second generation, but whether it's Japanese, Chinese, Korean, uh, even sometimes Filipino, I get some of that too. Even, I guess I'd be more Islander, but uh, even then, like it's very common that there's a very staunch saver mentality. I mean, you guys are like the best savers I've ever met <laughs> in my entire life. It's not uncommon to see you guys saving like half your income, putting away into savings. And then you kind of become like asset rich and cash poor becomes a common thing because it's focused on accumulation. Yeah. I mean, I was, I felt like I was doing everything right, but there was a wall yeah. that I was hitting. Like there was so I knew that there had to be something more than this. Started listening to different podcasts and looking mm-hmm. at different websites. And the path that I was on wasn't going to get me to where I needed to go. And a little bit, I didn't go into the doctor, lawyer, accountant type of professional path. I ended up in the arts, which is kind of, I rebelled a little bit against my, my parents who probably wanted me to be a doctor or something, you know, something that was a little mm-hmm. bit more stable in terms of, of income. But, but what I'm so happy about now is I'm, I can be in the arts and I can have financial freedom. Like it's yeah. not a mutually exclusive thing. Like there's a path that, that looks great and super um, hopeful and it's, it's possible. So I'm, I'm really stoked about that, that I can work in the arts and still have a, a pretty secure financial future. Yeah. Which, like a year ago would have sounded impossible. No, but, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah. It's pretty great. You were on the great saver path. Dave Ramsey would have been proud. You know, right? <laughs> there's no doubt like you were doing everything right like by the book for any financial advisor or anybody else in that space. But personally, like you're like, okay, well, that's great. But now what? So and wh- what was it? Because you say you listen to a lot of different podcasts. I know there's a lot of people here that listen to more than just my podcast. When you're listening to these different podcasts, what got you to stretch that perspective to go more that cash flow perspective versus just accumulation? Well, I think one thing that I loved about your podcast and how you deliver your message is you talk about principles first and strategy second. And so mm. those principles really set up that foundation to start thinking about how money works in general and how abundance works in general and how your money is really energy. And the more it flows, the more it can um, deliver value to people, the more it is and the more it would come back to me in a useful way. So getting things to move was a, that was a, a big impetus for me and the way that you talk about it I think resonated with me so of all the podcasts <laughs> you were the one that I knew I needed to call all the, about the value creation right and increasing yeah. income from that dollars right? follow value yeah isn't yeah. that interesting because that's the same way it was for me too like that was the thing that stuck with me when I started learning this stuff it wasn't like mm-hmm. the real estate strategy it was hey what are these real principles that can make me create greater wealth for me now mm-hmm. and later yeah and I love how you talk about, you know, how to even choose investments because there's so much advice out there about mm-hmm. what kinds of investments work or, or high, have high returns or whatever. But the way that you talk about them, like you evaluate them based on how much value they create for the world or 
You know, mm -hmm. it's not just about the numbers. Of course, the numbers are important. And, yeah. and I've learned about how to crunch numbers and how to do diligence. And I, Excel is the greatest, or Google Sheets is like the, the greatest thing ever. And, and, and using that more now than ever. But, but really what it comes back to are those principles and using that mindset in order and framework in order to evaluate the direction moving forward. Yeah, you've become a Google Sheet ninja. Yeah, I know. I've shown you sure. all <laughs> There's times I'm like, can I get a copy of that? That looks really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. High charts and everything. So so you took that step, obviously. You started like start to really take action, start to invest. But I know for a lot of people, like taking that first step is always the hardest. It's always that hardest, biggest leap of faith because it's new. What did it take for you to overcome that fear or that hesitation or that anxiety? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely one. I suffer from analysis paralysis. Uh -huh. I think about it for way too long before I pull the trigger. But I knew that I had to, that, you know, done is better than perfect. Like, mm. I, I could sit forever and try to figure out a plan. And I was trying to do Google Sheet projections on like, okay, five years from now, where exactly would I be if I went with this trip? But like, in the end, I think it's taking that action and just taking that first step and pressing go is the, is the most important thing. It was scary. The first time I wired money, to the to the first investment that I did was the scariest thing, but uh -huh. but I think it's it's kind of a necessary thing, and I'm really really glad that I did it. And so I think it's just about taking that action. Yeah, that's one of the big things I respect about you because I know you've had those fears and they came up, but you're still willing to take a big breath and then make the leap. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't and the like, thing is like it's not all smooth either. Like there are things uh -huh. that come up along the way. In, yeah, in spite talk about of that. that. Tell them the dirty <laughs> real truth, right? Like. <laughs> You know, yeah, because everybody's looking for passive income and you have mm -hmm. quote unquote passive income, but passive doesn't mean that it's just always, you know, rainbows and, and fancy unicorns, right? Exactly. Well, it's, um, it's definitely, um, it's, it's everything that I'm doing now is so much more better than much better than the way that I was doing it before. But mm -hmm. you're right. I think especially with like, you know, turnkey, they call it turnkey, but it's not really turnkey. And I know. Mm -hmm. Like I've been, I work with RP Capital and they're fantastic. Um, they've been um, so like Heather's been so helpful in, in guiding me in the process. But of course, there's stuff that comes up that they can't predict that I wouldn't have been able to predict. Um, mm -hmm. You know, mortgage rates, who knows? Like when I started this process, mortgage rates were way down and they've, yeah. they keep going up. But, but in trying to sort of understand why that is and, and learning how to be okay with things that I can't control and looking at the big picture but yeah there's stuff like there was an HOA that I didn't know about that after after buying the property you find out certain things or there are things that that break like I I think mm -hmm. I owned one of them for maybe a less than a month before I you know got a, a call about the floor flooding the tenant's stuff got flooded in the in the floor of its of the unit and you know it's a that's kind of stuff is scary but I, I think I knew to expect something like I knew that it wasn't going to be like completely set it and forget it. It's just, yeah, I have to be careful not to get too paranoid about trying to, to be able to predict things because you can't and you just yeah. kind of take a message down and, um, and then, and the numbers work out in the end. So it's okay. And I think if you spread out investments among enough things, like even if something, it's not going to, nothing bad is going to happen in all of them at the same time. And so that makes it easier to, to deal with, I think, psychologically. Yeah, that's true. I, I can see, especially if you're doing turnkeys. Um, at first, I wasn't sure why this is the case because when I heard it from experienced people, they'd say, yeah, when you buy turnkeys, buy more than one. I was like, why would you do that? As I've gained my own experience, right? And you have as well. It's like, oh, okay, I need more than one because what if that first one you buy 
something goes wrong and it's like a headache or maybe it's something with lending or it's something like you said, like you have to go and make a claim on the homeowner's insurance or whatever it might be, or the home warranty. Oh, this is such a pain. If that were your only experience, you'd think everything's like Everything that. is a pain. I know. It's so or easy to, to start thinking that way. <laughs> like, this is awesome. It's, yeah, it's easy. Nothing some ever that happens. are like super high ROI and some that are like a little bit less casual than I was anticipating, but, mm-hmm. but that's the way it goes. And yeah. if anything, like the velocity of money principles keeping me going, like everything is moving, everything's flowing. It flows out, but it'll fall back in. It's okay. Yeah. And you knew we'd do more than just turnkeys. You got a little bit of other investments too you've done, right? Yeah. I've got into syndication, which is mm-hmm. great because it's super hands-off. But yeah, yeah so I'm, I showed you that pie chart that I did where I'm trying to balance out like things, you know, the syndications do more of the heavy lifting, but the, the single family and you know those kinds of turnkey sort of turnkey properties um, have higher returns. And so mm-hmm. balancing that stuff out and making sure that it's, um, that it's all sort of together overall working, working well. And I also did a, started a whole life policy. Right. You, so. You got that all in the mix too, right? Yep. Yeah. So guns are blazing and <laughs> all in. <laughs> what do you see in your future? Like for your goal, like your cash flow goal, like what do you think based on the trajectory you're at right now? What do you think? Like, do you, do you think you'll be able to do it within the next few years or so? Or I think so, which I can't, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think that, so there's a difference between the financial independence number and the financial freedom number. Yes. And I guess the independence number, I'm, I'll be there in the next five years. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and then the, the freedom number, uh, it, it, once things start to, start to snowball, I think mm-hmm. um, it'll take a lot less than, than I think. So yeah, um, I'm focused on getting to that independence number, which I think for sure before 2030, but, um, but maybe yeah. in the next five years. No, I agree. I think, yeah, the, the independence number is the easy one. That's the big one to say, now yeah. I can work because I want to, not because I have to. Right. The freedom saying, I can do whatever the heck I want. Now yep. I'm free to just be or do whatever I yeah. feel like. And that snowball, the once the momentum builds and the snowball gets going, I think then it'll really start getting fun. But yeah. It's um, amazing how much, like, there's so many opportunities that I see now. You know how they say, like, when you change the way you look at things, things you look at things. Like, I never knew about any of this stuff. But once I started yeah. getting into this world, there are opportunities everywhere. So many different ways to invest and different different ways to look at it that that are optimistic. Yeah, that's very true. It's you know uh, you see so many different opportunities. It's like shiny objects everywhere, and it's even worse if you listen to all these episodes of my podcast. Right, yeah. you think <laughs> everything sounds awesome, and yep. the great thing is, especially with you, like we're saying, okay, do we want growth or cash flow? Because that mm-hmm. alone will eliminate many options, right? Depending mm-hmm. on what your focus is. And, uh, or like if you do turnkey, you get both, you get growth and cash flow. but it's a uh, it's balance to say, all right, is this really the right thing? And as a disclaimer, anybody, if you hear us talk about turnkeys or syndications or anything, or you hear a guest on our show, it does not mean that we're saying you should go and invest with these people just because they might have an awesome story. doesn't mean that they have an awesome investment and, and vice versa. They might be boring as heck, but they might have the best investment in the world. There's plenty of those people too. So, uh, just to put our little disclaimer out there for sure. But uh, yeah, Tomomi, I think I love is that you've got that trajectory where, I mean, you're at the point where the way you've been saving, especially the cash that you have coming in, plus what you're already saving before, mm-hmm. you're at the point where about every few months you could be making an investment. You could do a new investment or a new syndication. And that to me is exciting because usually most people, they'll get to the point where the cash was coming in, but it might be a year before they can do their next deal. And so mm-hmm. it's like watching grass grow. It's kind of a slow, <laughs> patient process, but you've kind of got past that little hurdle now. Now you're kind of getting that acceleration process where you're starting to see it build faster, aren't you? Yeah, it's kind of amazing. I, really, a year ago, I would have had no idea. 
And so mm-hmm. if I could talk to myself a year ago now, I would say, just, just do it. That was going to be my next question. So what, yeah. what would you advise Tomomi from like a year or two ago? What would you tell her to do? Yeah, just just do it. And then, and the other thing is, you know, there was one podcast I would I binge listen to all of your podcasts at uh-huh. some point last year. But there was one where you talked about having to step on the brakes a little bit in order to change lanes to go mm. into a faster lane. Yeah. And that one really that message really resonated with me because it is sometimes you do have to step on the brakes and you feel like like because I was I've been in limbo for a little while. Like I've had little periods of limbo here and there over mm-hmm. the last year, whether I'm waiting for a property to sell so that I can free up some equity or I have funds tied up in, in a retirement account that I'm still trying to decide what to do with. So it was, I get all antsy about it because, well, that, that money's not doing anything. Or like I could be earning interest somewhere else or whatever, but really sometimes you know, I have to be okay with, with stepping on the brakes, slowing down and feeling like I'm taking a loss in order to move to the faster lane where then I could really step on the, the gas and, and move way farther ahead than I, than I would have if I stayed where I was. So. I completely agree. And like I said at the beginning of the show, you've you've already started to pass some of those people. Like some of our listeners that probably could make more cash flow than you, you've already started to pass them up because you've actually changed those lanes and made those moves and it worked great. So yeah. I appreciate and, you know, you the, the thing is my I have a job. I have a day job. Like, yeah. You know, and, and I love my job and it's going great. And so having this the job thing and also this other thing going on at the same mm-hmm. time has been like the biggest blessing. Like I it's I couldn't ask for more. It's a really great, great place to be. That's awesome. Well, Tommy, I appreciate you being here and sharing your story. I know I love a lot of the feedback you gave here. And I know a lot of our listeners will get, even if you guys just wrote down a few of these things that she gave, little pointers about dollars falling value, changing lanes, you know, somebody have to take the breaks, change lanes, having that faith to move. Seriously, if you guys actually acted on the things she just talked about, you would be further ahead than most people just listening to the show doing nothing. So definitely write those points down. So Tomomi, again, thank you so much for your value and, and really just creating a lot of value for all of us here on the show. Thank you, Chris. You I look bet. forward to keep working with you and uh, it's been wonderful. So. Same thank here. You. I'm excited to see the journey. I love watching the progress. So yeah, keep it up. Keep up the great work. Again, like I talked about, just don't listen to these podcasts, do something about it, right? Take action. Be willing to move forward in that faith. So everybody make it a wonderful and prosperous week. Yes. See you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.